Kyle Style Podcast, five days before Christmas, 2016, and it's went and happened again. They went and done it again. This time, crashing a semi-truck loaded with steel into a sort of pop-up holiday Christmas marketplace in Berlin, Germany. Twelve dead, 48 injured. Earlier today, it was 10 dead, 50 injured, so I suppose as one goes up, the other goes down, so you got that working for the situation, maybe. And I, I don't even know what to say about these kind of things anymore. It's just become, you know, here we are. From the very first episode of the Kyle Style Podcast, I've been saying... This is going to get a lot worse before it gets any better. Myself, others, have laid out everything that you need to pay attention to about this crisis. The the cultural clashes, the cultural distinctions, the uh, incompatibilities, the sheer volume of the the influx of these migrants the fact that vast numbers of them don't actually come from Syria which is now almost completely destroyed itself through civil war in some reports i'm seeing this driver of this truck came from Pakistan now Pakistan isn't currently at war is it hmm it's not. Somehow he got in anyway. You got the EU's, uh, you know, solution to some of this stuff has been to, oh, well, we just need to increase our quotas, increase the migrant quotas and bring more of them in. Never mind how magnanimous or, you know, virtuous you feel by being tolerant of these of these people's beliefs. They aren't. They don't care. And, you know, ISIS has a magazine. I don't know if people know this. It's called Dabik. And in Dabik, they laid out how their followers in other countries should use trucks to run people down. You remember Nice in France? Yeah. Well, now Germany and France have something uh, in common. They both had their citizens run down by trucks as a form of terrorism. And I, I actually, I don't think it's that imaginative. It's it's pretty basic. I think Bill Burr had a bit about it. <laughs> Becoming famous for just driving up on the sidewalk and just running some people down. But, you know, again, here we are. And I've been saying it, other people have been saying it. It's a big part of why Donald Trump won the election. It's part of why Brexit happened. I mean, there's other factors, but that's a main one you point to. 
you go, this, this immigration policy is suicidal. And not just that there's going to be more people killed, it's... There was... What did I see here? There was like 1.3 million uh, asylum applications in the EU last year, I think. So... Expect there to be more this coming year, which means a portion of those are in that's not even representative of all of the migrants who are in Europe. So it must be upwards of two million. I, I tried to look around a little bit. I couldn't find it. It's it's kind of irrelevant because for my purposes, because you're talking about millions of often male, often young. Uh, Middle Eastern and North African men who lie about their age. They're like in their 20s and they say they're teenagers because that gets them qualified as uh, or classified as children and then they're given more you know, social services so they know to burn their passport and not have any ID and they claim that they're a teenager which makes them a child. It's just insane. And what I what I continue to see brewing is you can see it now. You're starting to see it is that politics in Europe are starting to swing the same way they have here in the states. Uh, people are freaked out by this, and rightfully so. And that's only the tip of the iceberg, though. I can only imagine what any number of energetic or committed or outraged Germans are eventually going to do because their government has essentially sold them down the river. They know that their government isn't representing them, isn't trying to keep them safe. And when the backlash comes, which it has been delayed continuously, and the pressure is building, when that backlash comes, I have a feeling it's going to be ugly. And it may include politics, it may not. It may usurp politics entirely, and just be an action the people take. But... It's it's like something's got to give. I I mean, I didn't even really want to do an episode about this because I'm like I'm like tired. I mean, I I I can't even I know I see the the reports come in and I go, "Yeah, that sounds about right." I've become desensitized. In some sense, they already kind of won. This stuff has become common enough that you go, "Yeah, yeah, of course." Yeah, something else will happen next week. And this isn't a big deal. But it is a big deal. Right? This is a big deal. You remember Nice? In France? I don't even remember how many were dead in that one. It was like 80 or something. It was way higher. You remember... I mean... (laughs) I'm tired of counting it down. You know? Never mind all the smaller uh, outrages and uh, smaller crimes and and everything else that... uh, have been reported and everything else, but, you know, uh, the Charlie Hebdo massacre, 
granted before the migrant crisis officially, but you have Charlie Hebdo, you've got the Paris attacks, you've got the bombings in, at the Belgian airport, you've got the Cologne sex attacks, you've got Nice. Now you have this. You've got San Bernardino over here. You got the Pulse nightclub shooting over here. And and news certain news outlets have refused to call it what it is. They call it a truck attack. Yeah, like the, the truck didn't attack anybody. The driver did. And you've got the, and they're spinning it. You've got them not even wanting to say what the background of the driver was. You know, yeah, he's Pakistani. Yes, he's he's a Muslim, and it's Christmas, and it was a little Christmas village. He crashed a truck into it. Again, yeah, ISIS claiming responsibility, but whatever um i i don't know i don't know what it's gonna take for tolerance to lose this argument for people to stop holding up the idea of being tolerant to people who are intolerant of you as some kind of grand virtue. Like I I don't know what I don't know what it's going to take. And you have people like Angela Merkel kind of politically trying to backpedal and say, "Well, maybe we should ban the burqa." You know, it's it's just like an attempt to save face after all this. Which by the way, especially her open announcement that there was a, an open door policy to Germany. Uh, has only fueled the influx, fueled the people who you see drowning in shitty rafts in the Mediterranean trying to get to Germany because they know that they can get asylum. Like, this isn't happening in a vacuum. And, again, in the very first episode of my podcast, it was... Look, there are people, there are security uh, uh, people, and there are, you know, ISIS itself was saying, we're going to sneak people in with the migrants. And even if you don't have that, you still just have the sectarian violence that has destroyed countries in the Middle East. And now you're importing different factions together. And now they're going to all be living in, uh, you know, refugee camps together. And you've seen violence around that, too. Even when they're living in the abject poverty of a refugee camp, they cannot put aside their sectarian hatreds, and they commit violence against each other. And they commit violence against the countries that took them in. I don't know what to do with that. Scorpion and the Frog, you know? Uh, It's just insane. And, like I said before, 
I've I've had my rage. I've had my anger about it. Um, you go back and listen to my Pulse nightclub shooting episode. It's I've already I've already said that I've already said everything that I have to say about this. But here I am trying to talk to you again because maybe this one will make you pay attention. Maybe this, like, literal attack on on the innocence of our holiday. And you know, I'm not even really a Christian, but Christmas is a cultural holiday. It's great. Uh, it's the end of the year. It's the kind of the midwinter solstice, however you want to paint it. And it has always been a time of gift-giving and warmth and family and food and togetherness. And these people flooding into Europe don't know that. They don't know that world. And they don't care. Not all of them. I guess I should say, not all of them, but enough of them, apparently. Enough of them to steal a truck in Poland and then drive it all the way to Berlin in order to crash it into a crowd of defenseless, unaware people. And that's that's where we are. And Merkel's government isn't going to do anything differently. And I'm afraid the German people aren't going to become outraged and demand some kind of change. The countries that do recognize this threat, that do want to close their borders, they're going to be labeled as, you know, fascist regimes and they're, you know, bigoted. No, they just don't want people running down Christmas shoppers in the streets with trucks. And that's understandable. At this point, it's almost fucking admirable that they would make a stand for that. I, I, you know, again, it's like I, I'll say I don't have anything to say, but then I'll come up with something else to say. But this is finally. You know, like I said, I didn't want to talk about this necessarily. I didn't. I haven't wanted to talk about any of the other incidents regarding this migrant crisis. I didn't even really talk about Brexit. I think I talked about it in one episode. It all fits exactly if you sit where I'm sitting. If you go through some of those episodes of my podcast, the very first episode about the Syrian crisis... The Pulse nightclub shooting, the clone sex attacks. You go through those and, you, and you'll understand what I'm seeing and what I know is coming. More. More of this is coming. And it's at a point now that there are so many, um, so many people have flooded into Europe and there's no way to vet somebody's mind or somebody's potential to be radicalized. I guarantee you there will be more of this kind of thing. 
as if there hasn't already been enough. Bataclan, you know, I, there has been enough now that people should get it and something should be done. It's like, I, I, I'm not shocked. I'm not outraged. I'm certain. I'm certain that more of these events will happen. And more innocent people will be killed, sacrificed on the altar of openness and tolerance and multiculturalism and inclusion. And I suppose that's fine until you know, that will be fine with people until someone sends you the butcher's bill and someone you love's name is on it. And the people who have committed these atrocities show no remorse. And I, I highly doubt that they do have any remorse. They are ideologically committed to a cosmic struggle and you're on the wrong side of it. And it's just going to keep happening. There's nothing, I mean, I, I feel like I've done all I can do. I, I've tried to tell people in person. I've tried to tell people on social media. I've recorded myself saying things that people would consider bigoted or racist or xenophobic or Islamophobic. A shitty term. Because I believe this is true and that these things are happening. And they are. They keep happening. And they keep happening for reasons I've already explained. And I'm I'm I like I, I'm not shocked or outraged. This is exactly what I said was gonna happen. And others and, and others. Uh, maybe I'll include some links to some other people. Uh who have laid out exactly the same thing. This is where, in some cases, where I learned of this threat. But that was, like, maybe decades ago. Right? <sighs> maybe I'm all out. Because I'm, I'm not powered by rage. I'm not, power, I'm not powered by anger. I'm just... I'm, I'm confused, maybe. Maybe I'm confused that... People still are unable to see what I see. What it, myself and other people who are much smarter than me, right? Scholars say what I'm saying. And it seems like nothing is done. And the media obfuscates. They did it with the Pulse nightclub shooting. It's like, oh, well, we don't know what his motives were. And it, I can tell you what their motives were. And if you go on Twitter, you open up and make a New York Times post about this story, and it's going to be, you know, a driver drove on sidewalk and injured people. No. This wasn't somebody who hopped the curb on accident and accidentally knocked over some people. They intentionally drove a truck into the little makeshift village and intentionally tried to run over Christmas shoppers. 
the media will obfuscate and try to wrap it, try to couch it in different terms, not identify the background of the guy because I don't need them to. And when they don't, that tells me who it is. You know, if it was just a white guy, they would have already said what it was. But they won't because it's bad for their policies. It's bad for their government. We have, it's just a shitty situation where you have a government that made a decision for, I don't know, I guess economic reasons. You have uh, maybe multiculturalist pressures to accept all these people. And now you have the people caught in the middle between extremists who want to destroy Europe and the government who has invited these people in. If the government cared about the people, they wouldn't have invited all these people in because the threat was apparent from day one. And if they care about the people now, then they would have to round up all those people they invited in and send them back to wherever they came from. Oh, that's right. We don't know where they came from because they'll burn their passports, so we don't know what country they're from. All right. All right, I guess I'm done. When these things happen, I, I feel like I kind of get like an angry rant out, and, and that's that's all I got. Um, Kyle Style Podcast. Follow me on Twitter at KStylePodcast. Uh, go over redbubble.com forward slash people forward slash Kyle Style Design. Pick up some of my artwork and get somebody a Christmas gift. I guess it could be delivered by by Saturday. Uh, go over to the GoFundMe page, throw me a couple dollars, check me out on iTunes, Stitcher. Uh, I recommend Podcast Addict. Uh, it's an app for Android, and I think think it's on Apple. And it allows you to manage different um, you know RSS feeds for different podcasts. So, you know, you listen to your Joe Rogan and your Bill Burr and your 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 Joey Diaz Church of What's Happening Now and and etc cetera, etc. Cetera. And of course, Kyle Style Podcast, and it'll arrange them all for you. You hit refresh when you're on Wi-Fi. You know, you hit what you hit refresh. And it'll update all the new episodes, and you can download them to your device. You can stream them. If you're like on Wi-Fi or whatever, but you know you can download them all and you can play them back. It's a great uh, way to consume mass quantities of podcast. And maybe one of the podcasts you'll listen to again would be the Kyle Style podcast, and you'll hear whatever it is that I have to say. Sometimes I'm talking about the news and how Europe is melting down in a, a multicultural, uh, radical Islamic nightmare. Or I'll just be talking about movies, or or maybe talking about more fun stuff. Uh, I've got a I've got a good little storytelling one that I'm going to do here in the future, uh, pretty soon. I wanted to do it soon, sooner rather than later. But it might be like a two parter. It's going to have all the jiggy effects and everything in it, and um, I want to commit to doing that kind of work rather than. Just reading all this shitty news that makes the world feel like a terrible place to be, especially around the holidays. So, look forward to that in the future. Uh, leave me some feedback. Uh, give me a share. Give me a like. Write a review on iTunes. And, uh, you know, 
follow me on Twitter, PM me, tell me if I'm if I'm on point, tell me if I'm on fleek, tell me if I'm on fire, tell me if I'm out of my fucking mind, right? Uh, look forward to hearing from you. Thanks for listening. Bye.